speed. You can't let the bus go under 50 miles per hour or whatever. You got to keep going full bore and do all the work uh, upgrading. So uh, is that the end of the list? Are we ready? I think Phil has a question from our community submitted questions that we can start with, unless you have anything else that you want to touch on here. Uh, no, let's, let's go for it. Phil. All right. So the first question we actually had was in chat. Um, it was to go back to the tournament. I don't know if you want to answer this or not. But a lot of the competitive teams right now are sort of waiting on that roster limit. Um, they just wanted to ask about the, the size limit. And if you would answer that today. So they can be ready Tuesday. Well, morning. basically, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it's a pretty big uh, thing, but the, I've had multiple people ask in chat, uh, so I didn't know if that how was much, something. How much wine have you had, Russ? Are you ready to be all <laughs> loose-lipped? Um, yeah, can you rephrase that? Sorry, I just I didn't catch that. Basically, the rostered limit for the tournament, uh, people are wondering about the details about that. Like oh, how many well, team, how many backup, et cetera? Yeah, I think um, whatever I share with you right now, you, you better <laughs> confirm it with the official page when it goes live. But I think I've already said this, but I believe it's, I mean, we know the tournament's 8v8, so your team is 8. Um, I believe there's, you can have a total team size of 12. So you have four um, subs, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I know, like, I don't, I'm not sure if they all have to be, you know, specific players or if you're going to, whatever. You, you have 12 total team size, but eight's playing. And if you're one of the finalists, um, for the grand finals, um, it's only the team of eight that gets all the travel and everything paid for to come to the tournament. The other four subs, if they're gonna, if you guys want them to come, have to, you know, pay their own way and everything. That's standard for other tournaments. Pretty much in all these cases, we just, you know, you know, it really matched what other guys were already doing with their tournaments. So um, that answers your question, though. It's it's an eight v eight tournament, but you're, I believe your total team size would be twelve. Okay. All right. So. Cool. Another question, this comes from uh, Salma composed a list over at Reddit and a bunch of people and he put them and this is by priority and he is here in um, TeamSpeak with us so he can verify this isn't a Phil question uh, but one of them was chat system and it says MWO needs a much more usable and refined chat system similar to other games, the ability to chat while searching, a global chat channel for all players, the ability to chat without opening a social tab, uh, those windows should be placeable anywhere and can minimize outside of the social, all that. Do you have any comments on that? And that wasn't me. It sounded like you. It did sound like me, but. <laughs> um, no, I just, one thing I'll say is I'll say what I've said before and that I agree and it needs improvements and it, you need to have a chat window basically on all screens. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to see your unit mates telling you they need to hurry and get into X planet even when you're in the mech lab. So I, he's got my agreement, but I don't have anything else to say now other than That's I can't, you know, I mean, I've, we're, we're finishing phase three and like always, these things eventually hit the top of the pile and then they get worked on. So we, I would agree that that's, more than worthy of being on that list and you know somewhere near the top of it so hopefully yeah that, that'll be a part of the hopefully the, the polish pass after phase three before the next big thing starts and by the way paul is in chat hi paul uh, enjoy your dinner but if there are any paul based questions they can go there and he can also help out um but anyway yeah that was a, a good 
question, one that people keep asking. Um, so yeah, it's on the list. All the you know, it is coming. We'll be happy to see those changes. Uh, Phil, you got another one? Um, we've got one here. It's a MC bounty system. Um, I know that was talked about previously, like post a bounty. Uh, any thoughts on that? Um, I'm sorry. I got caught reading chat there. Go ahead, ask me that one again. <laughs> you distracting chat people. Bounty uh, systems. Will there be any kind of a bounty system? Uh, you know, um, this person killed me and I want everybody to hunt them down or whatever. Well, it's not a part of phase three. I mean, you guys know that, right? I mean, I've listed yep. all the features that are in phase three. So let's not take any more questions like that just because it's all like, no, no, not yet. No, no, not yet. Not yet. One day, someday. Um, I yep. know that was originally mentioned by Brian Ekman. Um, at some point. Um, I personally have not thought about it myself yet. So I can't, I'm sorry, I don't have a very good answer for you there. I don't know. All right. It's a cool concept, isn't it? But um, sorry, I feel when I was caught reading the text or the uh, chat there, one thing I did see was um, someone asked if, a, you know, if a region like a European region would have to be region 100% locks. European yeah. players. Um, again, the tournament page is going to have all these details. Uh, but it's it's a percentage. It doesn't have to be 100%, and I forget the percentage. So, um, oh, boy, I'm going to get this wrong. So you have to verify when you get the tournament page goes up. But, for example, um, you may have to have, like, I don't know. If you have a team size of eight, because that's a minimum team size, you don't have to have 12, right? You could just have eight. It's a percentage, so maybe you need, like, five that are in European time zone. Or something like that. If you have a full 12, then it might need to be like eight of them or something. So look for the details. It's not 100%, but it's a majority percentage within your region. And of course, you can only play for, for one team and, you know, only one team total out of all regions. Um, I do want to, we're, we're going to keep fishing uh, questions out of live chat. And also we have, like Phil mentioned, this document that was put together by a lot of the community. We will get some questions out of there. But I do want to reiterate uh, if you have your questions like, when are we going to see this mech, uh, Russ can answer those if he wants to, if he sees them in chat. But we're, for the most part, not going to ask questions about specific mechs because he's not going to have an answer, really. I mean, yes, we want every mech to be in eventually, and, and yes, a lot of them will be in eventually. Um, but also other things like features, like we just mentioned, the chat. Now, of course, the chat is very important and people want to know. But hopefully, let's just try and avoid questions that we know Russ is going to say, yes, we want this, but... Uh, it's going to depend on resources and what other, you know, things are happening at the same time. Uh, we'll do our best. But here's a question, Russ. Um, and I know, actually, I've been hit up by this uh, this question by quite a few YouTubers and content creators. Uh, they want to know if there's going to be an ability to use the spectator tool in the testing grounds, not where you bring in, well, yeah, when you're solo in the testing grounds. Because um, basically what he's saying is it'll instantly increase the value of camo patterns and paint and so forth because people can take their own screenshots of themselves in game and show them off and you know um and then content creators they're looking for screenshots for their thumbnails etc a spectator tool in testing grounds would be huge have you guys discussed that at all for some people yeah not really i mean i imagine it's kind of like you know when we do a twitch stream and we're like in on the stable build and we just press the key and we're like flying around and watching the background around and people see that and they're like, oh my goodness, I want that. Um, I never really thought of it in that way though before, like thought of it as like spectator tool and testing grounds. Um, 
it's kind of like in the past we thought about more of a glamour cam type thing. So maybe it's but essentially the, splitting hairs of what they're really talking about, of course, is just having some sort of free cam mode in testing grounds where you can fly around and watch your mech stomp towards you and stuff so you can take all your videos and shots of it. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I can't say that I was like sitting on my list of things. Um, okay, cool. Thank you for your comment and suggestion. I'll yep, yep. definitely talk about that. Uh, last town hall, you talked about a heat scale update. Do you have any more um, words on that? Um, you know, for now, it's, um, I guess I'd describe it as being on hold for the time being and not because, just because of phase three again. I mean, I think our, uh, you know, it's, we're probably like 90% on our documentation and design process and film, you know, we know kind of what needs to happen. Um, and as soon as some engineers free up that we want and we want to dedicate to that and, you know, we're going to put them on it and we'll, we'll get the work done. So, um, you know, I think that's a fairly near future item. Um, it could be. I mean, it would have to be. It's a possibility of being sort of like a a June, July type of thing. That's just like spitballing. I think it's not too far off. We need to get. We could probably get to work on it fairly soon as people are free up. There's quite a few questions about matchmaking, PSR, uh, Elo, the system that used to be in. Um, I'm going to try and sum them up into one question, uh, which may fail. But if people have more specific, we can follow up with more specifics. But basically, they're wanting to know your overall feeling of the PSR, current PSR system matchmaking. Are you guys looking at the stats in the background? And are you happy with what you're seeing? Um, do you feel like there's the potential for more either development of PSR or a, a different system? Or basically, what is the status of the ranking system and matchmaking happy not perfect what um not perfect i think it needs some attention and some eyeballs on it. i'm sure we can make some improvements um i think it's also probably working fairly close i mean reasonably close um to as well as it can with a lot of the players that are in those tiers um it's 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 tough, right? Because the feedback and the experiences of our player base kind of greatly differ depending on, you know, where they live in the world and what time of day we're playing. So you might get a majority of players in the, the very high points of, you know, Eastern United States time zone where a lot of Europeans are already playing, plus they're playing, you got the highest peak of the day you know, highest peaks of the day and things are working really smoothly and probably having a very good experience compared to lower parts of the day um, where they may be running into some frustration of, uh, you know, the higher tier players either waiting a little bit longer or not getting the quality of matches they feel like they should have. So in some ways it might just be working as about as close to as well as it can with the, with the player numbers that are online and parts of the day. But I think there's always, um, there's always room for improvements. I know we've talked about uh, I still would like to see a tweak to the PSR system to make it um, even even more so about personal performance um, rather than the team win, uh, team win or the team loss. You know, to and there, there's some of that in it already, as you know, but it's a little bit skewed still towards the win or the loss. I think that would that could potentially help get some players that play 
in particular in the solo queue that are, you know, always generally on the upper end of their other team so that they might have more opportunities to, you know, go up into the higher tiers. So, you know, it's been, you know, we've focused on phase three the last few months. Let's, um, you know, we have not been thinking about that for a few months now as we, again, so standard answer a little bit. I think we could try to give it some time after phase three is released. Um, but, you know, there's a couple of things there for you to chew on as far as, you know, we have to realize that at certain times of the day, there's um, there's less players to work with, and it's it can be difficult for a matchmaking system to do, you know, to do a perfect job. I mean, it's, there's just some limitations. So I'm seeing uh, this comment a lot, and we actually have it in the notes here, that uh, Tyler just said, uh, one of the main issues with PSR is it isn't zero-sum. It's far too easy to move up, and you do so too slowly. Players of X skill should be put in X tier near instantly, not over the course of hundreds of games. Now, the use of zero-sum, you guys are you sort of using it as a matchmaker just to make sure a sort of general skill level right but i mean there's a pretty big difference between someone who's a tier one and a tier one i mean versus another tier one there could be a huge gap even between them have you guys thought about doing a zero sum well you might have to define it a little more so to me that sounds pretty general i mean how what do you mean Okay, I'm reading it on here. It says, moving back to the uh, ELO system, a percentage of distribution of tiers, rank changes based on your performance in a match relative to other players in a match, mech variation, mech variant average match score benchmarks. We've had uh, quite a bit of people um, post up here. Let me try to get the actual post for you, just one second. Well, I don't actually personally know the definition of zero sum as far as using that as a matchmaker can you tell me what that means because i don't even know what that means or, or maybe we uh phil do you know i'm pulling it up right now one sec okay i mean one of the comments you made was there's a big difference between a tier one player and a tier one player um so somebody that, that just entered tier yeah, one and maybe somebody that that just says people were saying let's split them up even further to create tighter matches. So what you're going to have happen is you're going to increase your wait times longer and longer and longer. You know, you're going to, instead of five tiers, if you want 10 tiers, because you want, you know, to play, if you want, if you're the top, top tier one player and you only want to play other top tier one players, um, your wait time is going to go up. Chad is essentially saying zero sum yes. means that for every winner, there's a loser. So if somebody goes up, somebody goes down. Um, but this is obviously isn't my field of expertise or, Phil, so <laughs> you know, know, I think a lot of the theory crafting that goes on, though, unfortunately, is is that people have a lot of great ideas, very smart people out there in the community that understand these things very well, no doubt. And but they're also probably making the mistake, not all of them, but not all the time, but making the mistake of designing in their mind based on you know, let's say the player base of Counter-Strike Go or something, you know, as an example, you know, say mm -hmm. there's a lot of players. I mean, you know, <laughs> tens of tens and hundreds of thousands of players at any given moment online. And the, you know, the amount of players in the matchmaker must be, oh, it could be a hundred times as many. So we have to work with, there's just, the fact that you have a spread of 
tier one to tier three, um, we've tried to find the middle ground. And right now I've got things set the way they have, but I mean, I can, like, I can, I know that we don't have multiple tiers, say maybe tier one isn't broken up between tier zero and tier one. So like top, so adding more tiers, I'd like to do that because I'd like to give players more ability to, um, you know, level up, so to speak, and progress and have more things to do and to growing their character and their skill level. Um, but I could flip a, you know, a dial. I've got all the dials. Like I could, I'm staring at it right now. I just bring it up. I mean, I can, it wants to spread to a maximum of two tiers, you know? So right now you could have tier one, two, and three together. Now you're probably not going to get, unless you've waited for at least two full minutes, it's, is it going to start to spread? But you know, but at the same time, I can set that to to say zero, so stay in the exact same tier. So it means tier one players will literally sit there and wait for only other tier one players, and it works. But you know, just wait longer. And for all the players out there that say, "Yeah, I want to wait an extra sixty seconds to get a better match," there's just as many that jump on and scream bloody murder that they're waiting too long. So we try to find a happy medium. And I think, again, there's a lot of good ideas that players have for improving the matchmaking to make it, to, to try and help it find the same skill level of players. And I guess you have to trust us that, you know, we've thought of these things as well, but we also understand the limitations of the player pool and how we also keep them from waiting too long. Um, if I look at the chart system, I can tell you the, you know, the average wait time per match. Um, and I don't think it's overly long. In fact, I think it's, um, pretty impressive for, you know, the, you know, the, the size of the game that Macro and mine is, but you know, that's a, that's a heavily uh, opinion related, you know, uh, topic right there. Of course, one person's totally acceptable as another person's. Yeah. And I'm seeing inexcusable. That. I'm seeing that in chat. Well, what I'm thinking here, Phil, is that maybe we want to have a podcast with the applicable person that knows. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this. I think that's fine. I think what just needs to be understood is like this sort of idea that uh, you know the competitive nature of of people, right? They want to, you know, I want this match to be as competitive as possible. The only problem is what happens if your wait times skyrocket because there's no one else online of said group size combination. And some of group people size would say or, that's fine. So some people yeah, say it's exactly. Worse. So <laughs> that, I, I'm okay with having that discussion on the podcast. So like definitely. right now, like in the group queue, the average wait time, you know, for like a, a group of two is like 51 seconds. It says an average wait time for a group of three is 35 seconds, and I have all these stats. And if they're Anything under 60 seconds, to me, you know, my opinion is like, that's great. Um, but you have some extreme cases too, right? Like you have these averages, or those are just averages. You've also got, of course, that one group of 12 that were all top level tier ones. And, you know, they waited like literally 10 times longer than that, like one time. I, I, sh I can see those extremes on my chart as well. So we try to create... You know, an average, the average wait time for the entire group queue combined is 96 seconds currently. Um, believe it or not, says the average wait time totally combined in solo queues is actually a little bit longer than that, about two minutes. Um, the low end 40 seconds on both. So, and that's just the dial. You know, I can, I can make, I can, 
if I if overall the feedback is hey we're waiting too long for matches, I can change these dials so it's much qu quicker. You know, we, maybe I can bring the average wait time down by, you know, thirty seconds and say okay great. So you please those people, but you make the other people that are a little more interested in competitiveness and whatnot, then they become you know less happy. So um, we do have to deal with the you know the niche product that we have, and even still, I mean it's you know it's a lot of people online. I mean you have to have a lot of people playing. You know most people might not have ever expected that you know MechWarrior Online being a niche product historically would ever be able to have the type of players necessary to have a game functioning like as well as we have it running with an entire entire solo queue, entire you know group queue, and then community warfare notion running at all times as well, as well as private matches. So all of it works less than perfectly, but all works pretty well for um, you know managing the players that we have. So you know, it might sound like I'm just saying, you know, there's no work to be done. I'm not saying that. There's always ways to improve it, but we have to realize that we're not working with the player base of, you know, Counter-Strike Go here. You know, this is, that, is... is that what Community Warfare is? Like, you want the, you know, I mean, that's basically, if you want the most competitive matches, go play in Community Warfare or well, play private Warfare matches, right? Queue. Yeah, right? I mean, join a unit and go into Community Warfare for sure. That's your most competitive matches. Uh, Especially Paul... now, without the pugs in there. Boy, the unit queue, we're going to, people are going to get pissed off me for saying this. This isn't like a, you know, like a mediocre comment, but like, we're going to be, I mean, it's going to be a totally different ballgame for those unit players. I mean, they're only going to be playing each other and that's it. They're going to be bumping into each other. And so, and they're not going to be you know, a unit running up against a full team of pugs and kind of missing each other. And, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to play each other and they're only going to run into each other. And it's going to be, there's going to be some fierce competition in unit queue. Um, real quick, uh, as far as, yes, we are going to move on from the topic of uh, matchmaking and so forth. If you guys want to know more about that, more about the system that's in there, more about the possibilities of zero sum and all this stuff, we will have Paul or somebody applicable in a podcast. We will discuss it. We'll, you know, get into it. And, and um, yeah, maybe Phil, myself, and Russ aren't the best people to talk about it. But whatever. We will move on. Um, I, got a, I got a good one. Okay. Go for it. Um, so this is involving maps. Can we, constant, can we get constantly changing spawn locations for each map? Uh, group the team together in different locations and indicate the friendly and enemy spawns on the loading screen? or else make several variations of the maps for different spawns. Um, basically, people are just wanting, you know, dynamic spawns. Is that something you guys have thought about? Um, all I can say about the spawning is that <clears throat> we do have a, the, the only feature that I know of that's coming, that's, you know, I guess thought of at this point is um, <clears throat> that you can select your, uh, who you spawn with, so essentially, Right now, you can shift the lances around right at the preloading screen, but even if you change people to be in lances with each other, they still spawn at the spawn point they were always going to spawn at. So now they would actually shift and spawn at um, you know, the one that you shifted them to. So it's not dynamic spawn points. The spawn points are still static. Like 
you know, alpha, the three lances are still where they're going to, are still going to spawn where they're going to spawn, but you can dynamically shift what players spawn where. Um, that's, that's the first step beyond that. There's, you know, we're not thinking about any dynamic spawn points. Not yet. I actually had a different question, but I'm going to, uh, table it for a second. Cause this is something I've been seeing come up over the last, I don't know, two months or something like that. People keep petitioning or or uh championing pink paint why is pink not in and why is pink is it on the table are we going to bring a, a a pink into the color into the game i you know everybody has their colors that they want yeah i don't really have a comment on that um <laughs> i was wondering if there's a big know, uh, yeah i'm not fully against it i think I think it's just something that goes back to the beginning where we just wanted to make sure that we had a serious game and a hardcore game. And, yeah. uh, and that, that was, I, I mean, I think we could say now that there's some, you know, there's some pretty flashy colors in the game that are right. pretty much exactly like, I mean, you know, for the reasons that, that we wouldn't use pink, we're using. Other, yeah, yeah. It's so it's, I don't think it's a problem. Um, I'm not, Fully against it. Honestly, I just don't spend any time thinking about it. So no, I know. I'll uh, I'll, I'll talk to the you know. I'll, yes, I know some I, of I you out there the, don't care about. Pink. I gotta get in a fist fight with Dennis. He's against yeah, it. I I heard. See, yeah. Dennis's name well, was brought up, but yeah, I didn't want to say anything. I think we're both on the same page, though. I, let's say Russ and Dennis <laughs> are kind okay. of not really into it. So I mean, we have pink, purple. Think pink. We have purple. I mean, you might as well. Um, <laughs> another question we have, and this is sort of along sort of the lines of spawn locations, but it has to do with the ability to quick select mechs after a map is chosen. Obviously, now that you know there's voting out there, and then that's hard locked. And what happens if you get put on you know a short range mech on Alpine and it's skirmish and stuff like that? Um, has there been any talk about possibly being able to choose a mech now that some of these things are going in? Like a you know you bring four in and you can choose which one. Um, talk yes, but we specifically have decided not to do that. And there's very, there's several reasons for it. And even when we were creating the voting screen, we knew that people would naturally bring this up again. And we were saying, no, we're like, we're not doing that. It's not a lobby. It's a voting screen. Um, and a there's okay. First off, there's huge technical differences between just voting on game modes and maps and actually loading mechs and mech loadouts and everything into that. So the technical difficulty and differences is pretty, extreme so certainly it's possible but it's not like oh you already have that screen now just add mech that's easy that's not the case b i'm personally not into it because i personally don't like the notion of oh look everyone voted for polar highlands now i'm going to load my non-stop laser and lrm boats um you should i believe have to take out a mech that there's some risk involved in that you don't know for sure what map you're going to get on. So if you go out with nothing but a super hot laser boat or nothing but LRMs and you end up in, uh, you know, Caustic Valley, then, you know, maybe you should have taken a more diverse loadout. Now, that's just more of a personal thing. And there's going to be a bunch of players that are on my side and a bunch of players that are, hate that. But the biggest aspect, of course, is it comes down to matchmaking again. Uh, it, it basically... And the most important aspect, I should say, is that it's not my opinion or the difficulty in putting it into the preload screen. It is the matchmaking aspect where 
I mean, it adds a lot of complexity. I mean, remember the matchmaker just spent all this time trying to find a match with the best players possible, but also what mechs the players were playing. So, you know, solo queue, we tried it's 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 always even matching, you know, per side. So in 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 the solo queue, it, whether it, if it might be a perfect three 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 three, but even if it's not, both sides have the exact same combinations of mechs. So if it's four mediums and four mediums on either side, three mediums, three lights per side, et cetera, et cetera, it matches perfectly. And so now you get to this mech selection screen. So now we've got a lot more complexity to it. So now if you, for the matchmaker, were in a 55-ton medium, that means all your mechs in that selector screen have to be really 55-ton mediums because if you let them choose something besides a 55-ton medium, then you've just blown up the matchmaker. So now you've got to do the matchmaking again after. So... There's a lot of matchmaking complexity there, and that's just touching on it. There's, that is the most important thing. That, that, is, that is the reason why. You, I don't think people were thinking of that aspect. Say, oh, great, look, it's Portal Highlands. I'm going to take my, or this, now I'm going to take out my Atlas. So now all of a sudden we end up with like, you know, seven assaults on one side and zero on the other because everyone changed their mechs up and they knew what map they're going to. So it's a, it's a big matchmaking problem there. All right, um, we've gone another hour, a little bit over an hour. Do you want to take a five-minute bio, come back, answer some questions, and call it a night? Does that sound like a good schedule for you? Or Yep, let's do that. All right, guys, cool. we are going to take five minutes. Just to remind everybody, this town hall meeting will be up on YouTube tonight, and then it will be up on SoundCloud within the next day or two. Um, so if you did miss the beginning, whatever, usually there's also a pretty good breakdown on Reddit uh, that's happening during the town hall, so you can head on there and check that out. Also, immediately following tonight's town hall, Phil and I will be doing a 12-hour stream. So stick around. Be sure to stick around. We'll be going all night. So that's going to be fun. And let's see, is there anything else? I think that's it. So enjoy your five minutes. We'll be right back. Click follow. Retweet.
Get out of here, stalker. Engaged. All points attacking your target.
All right, everybody, MechWars and Mech fans, welcome back to, I believe, the third and final hour of the town hall meeting with Russ Bullock, president of Piranha Games, developers of MechWarrior Online. We are Phil and Darren from No Guts, No Galaxy, and we are with Russ Bullock. Um, so we've been doing lots of Q&A here, and we're going to continue with that. This uh, final hour is going to consist of more uh, live questions from chat, as well as the questions that were uh, collected by the community. But Russ, did you want to mention what we were talking about? Not the second thing, but the first thing now? The uh... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I mentioned, I, uh, I read in chat there, someone was asking about band waves. I'm just going to do a quick update here. Um, <clears throat> we are, I just want, one thing I'm going to say tonight, and again, I'm being really careful because it's the cat, it's a game of cat and mouse, as I've explained, when it comes to the creators of any kind of cheat program. And uh, I just, just want to mention that we have not stopped. We are actively working on it. Um, we're actively um, creating, I guess I'll call it, new methods. And uh, that's all I can say about that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we're, we're constantly doing that and constantly working on the problem. We, we're not, we haven't stopped yet. And I think we're we're building towards something, and I probably said too much already. So I just, um, please, I guess I'll just express again that <clears throat> we know the numbers. They're quite low. We're happy about that. That does not mean that it's saying, oh, we don't have to work on it. We're, we're working on it just as much as if it was higher. And um, I think we all be... I'm not worried about the tournament at all. I'll put it that way. Um, we're going to be um, we're going to be in well prepared and in a great spot, and we're going to have a very competitive and clean environment for that. And uh, I just want to assure you of that. That's all I can say. I know it sounds very. There's my riddle, biggest riddle. So mysterious. Night, I really have to be that way, and that's I don't want to be. I want to tell you all of it, but that would be dumb. Well, can't you liken you, it so. to, yeah, like if a police is, you know, a police department is <coughs> going an investigation or something, they're not going to be transparent about everything that they're investigating. Same issue, right? I mean, well, obviously. Yeah, and in, in, in particular, yeah, pretty much. And it's just like, if, if we, so let's say we were, well, let's, this is the best way to put it, I guess, safest way to put it is, as we, we've already detected, you know, right. uh, these methods several times and, you know, once that you detect it and then you ban a bunch of people, um, those people work around that detection. I mean, you know, these programs work in freaking, you know, Counter-Strike Go and on Valve Anti-Cheat. That stuff is nothing to this. I mean, we've detected these programs more than most of these large games have. So we're actively working on it. And, um, you know, that's why I can't say anything. Because if they know, oh, hey, we're going to use this method, then yep. we're, we're done. So... It's just um, we're actively working on it, but again, don't be out there in a witch hunt. It's um, it is not rampant at all. So it's not on the back burner. It's not being ignored. It's being worked on, and information will be made uh, available when it's time for it to be available. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I believe 
Phil, did you have something? I know there was one question going through uh, chat quite a bit. Do you want to ask that one? It was in regards to um, basically match size. Uh, you know, the the tournament's 8v8. You know, uh, have... I guess the, the comp let's, scene's 8v8. Well, let, yeah, 8v8. Let, let's reword this question. Since, you know, you guys went to 12v12 and, you know, there's been, been discussions about you know, changing the, the, the weight restrictions in group Q, right, tonnage, and, and you you guys have tossed around ideas of changing group size and all this. What are, what are your thoughts on the 12v12 currently in group Q and even in solo uh, uh, matches? Are, are you guys happy with where it's at? Um, you know. But well, hold on, because that, that wasn't exactly the question. You can definitely answer that aspect of the question, but just so that the question doesn't keep uh, going through chat. It's also regarding, since there are these ways, whether it be player-run tournaments or the official tournament that is 8v8, will there be a method or a way for people to play 8v8s? Now, obviously, the immediate answer is private matches. Anybody can play any kind of size. But uh, I guess he's asking, will there be a, diff a separate queue, which obviously brings up another issue, dividing the queue more. But, what are, but then going back to, yes, Phil's question, with all that in mind. Yeah, okay. Well, first off, people might be wondering, is, is public queue and group queue, you know, community warfare or whatever, is that is that all going to go ever go back to 8v8? And the answer is no, it won't. Um, I am happy with 12v12. I do like 12v12. Um, I understand how 8v8 works better for a comp situation, but this is not the first game to do this. Again, World of Tanks is a 15 versus 15 game, but their comp scene is 7 versus 7. So we're not carving new ground here and if you look at the brand new maps polar highlands and these others they're, they're much bigger the community warfare situation i think i like public queue group queue community warfare is 12v12 and i think it's best company 12 versus 12 but it, the mode obviously private matches yes and then of course as i've explained that's what solaris ranked mode is going to be right solaris will be let's say initial feature set let's say it's 1v1s and 8v8s so you can have your 1v1 ranked solaris play who's the king of 50 ton mechs in the entire inner sphere and <clears throat> then you can have your teams with your named teams that are ranked and that becomes your preliminaries and leads into your so next time next year we don't have to do you know regional you know prelims we just have regional finals because we already have our we already know who qualified because we have our ranked play. So 8v8 will become a ranked mode within Solaris, within a, a ranked mode. So that's where you'll play your, your team play. So, you know, you'll get together. You can do unit play in Community Warfare or do group public matches, you know, or you could get your team together. And, yeah, you could practice in private matches if you want, or you can get your team together and actually launch into the ranked play, which of course is a matchmaking mode where you're you're playing against other ranked teams, similarly ranked teams. Yes, the buckets become a concern um, mm -hmm. across the board. So that's always on top of our mind. It, it's possible. It's absolutely possible that you know the player base does not support that many buckets, and we'll have to consider what to do at that time, how to consolidate the players more um in various ways we always have to think about that that's not a new concern but yeah that's where i, I do not see um us changing 
um, public queue, group queue, community warfare from 12v12. I view 8v8 as a ranked team mode. Uh, that just like again, World of Tanks does it like that. They have their essentially what their public queue, and then they have team battles, which is where you go to do your ranked play. So um, it'd be very much like that. Cool. Sounds good. Phil, you got another one, or you want me to grab one? Um, we've got one here, uh, and this is sort of a uh, we've asked you before, but it has to do with the uh, skill tree depth. Or uh, ha have you guys? Uh, looked at updating that um the mech tree is that what you said the, the skill, skill tree, tree. Sorry. skill tree yeah i mean you know same answers you guys know we've been busy with phase three and stuff so it's it's not being worked on yet but it is on the list way up there it's like um you know several of us brian window one of the engineers in particular brings it up weekly i mean it's a giant eyesore to us and everybody around us needs to be fixed needs to be completely replaced so sorry guys no there's no more details to that and i wouldn't expect to be able to provide you more details for several months at least as we can get out of phase three hey. start working on next major feature and then maybe come up with the you know new design for this yeah the important part is it's on top of the list um which obviously you just looking at chat a lot of people are happy about that as well um, I have a question regarding maps and actually the artwork. We know that the uh, mechs were all recently updated, uh, 2K minimums and so forth. People are asking about map textures. Is there going to be, I, I don't know if they're just saying, are you going to update old ones? Um, I think that's what you're saying. Because the new maps have higher quality texture, right? Yeah, I don't know Over... the technical details right. there, but yeah, I, I believe so. And obviously, if you look at the um, like Frozen City, Compared to Polar Highlands, Polar Highlands looks a lot better, doesn't it? So Absolutely. The, the redux, the redo of, of um, Frozen City that's happening right now, obviously, will we'll, get that treatment. So it'll be much more Polar Highlands looking as far as art-wise, but be Frozen City. So, yeah, I think that's happening naturally. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so the older maps will get updated. Uh, the newer maps obviously have the better artwork. And, of course, even going further, if there's any kind of engine update maybe that'll affect things too uh phil you got the next one um this was any plans to advance the timeline to include more mechs more tech and all that <laughs> what is russ why don't you just tell us what the deal is with the timeline what is the deal well, with the timeline? i did i mean I, I say that every time don't i yeah you were joking i think yeah I hope. <laughs> um yeah no it's it's um it'll be advanced um naturally it's I just don't think it's time yet. I mean, we haven't stopped releasing mechs, as you've noticed. Um, uh, they keep coming out. We haven't run out of mechs to release yet. Um, and I think phase three is a big trigger here as well, because I think some of it is just kind of making sure that we sort of fulfill the design goal of really, you know, simulating the clan invasion, the original clan invasion. So. You know, with phase three was released with all the war planning, voting and all the stuff that goes along with it. Um, after that runs for a amount of time, I don't know if that's six months or 12, but I don't know. But there will come a time when it will advance um, and it'll probably be dedicated, you know, or be predicated on the availability of content. I mean, I think a lot of people have to realize that you, like us, like most of you, I think, or all of you that are, list, are here listening tonight, 
if you're here listening, that means you care and you've probably been playing for a long time. You know, we want this game to be around for another seven years. Um, we don't want to get too hasty here. I mean, I can, I can move the timeline ahead and introduce all the mechs and technology that you want. And then, um, sorry, but that's just kind of a, that's just kind of a notion of game development and online products. I mean, we have to pace ourselves here a bit. So I don't feel inclined to move on until I've literally scraped the bottom of the barrel. And it's like, okay, time to move on. You know, we need next mechs and next technology and next year increase to introduce all that content. Um, and it'll be difficult. There's a lot of balancing challenges as we move forward. Like, you know, I won't even get into it now. It's really, I don't, I don't even know yeah. how we'll see heavy, heavy, right. large laser MRMs. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. So there's concerns there, but um, there's mechs that we, we still have mechs that we can release. Um, so in fact, why don't we talk about a mech right now? Oh boy. Here it Should is. We? Yes. So let's announce a mech right now because I love <laughs> announcing mechs. No, you don't. I'm going to just stretch this out further than I've stretched out any other one so far. How long do you think I've, I've like nursed this out for like probably two, three, four, five minutes before? So let's go, let's go like six <laughs> minutes this time. I should just totally like put up this, the, the artwork. You know? I have artwork. I, I should just put it up. Right I, I should just put it up right now and then everyone would know. Do we have the right one? Do we need to confirm this? Uh, we we have our sources, Russ. I think we do have the right one, but uh, d- yeah, d- just give me a second because I got mm-hmm. the official paint job ones. I don't know if you guys did. I don't know because you know you, you guys know the process. There's heroes special and there's the standard green paint jobs. I don't know if you guys have that. I, I get the work in progress shots, so I get to drool over them. For, uh, yeah. you know, over the course of like right. a few Hang weeks, a and we have this. We have a problem. It's mech porn addiction. We, we, we... Um, does that link work for you, Phil? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, guys, all right, I'm going to set the stage here a bit. Please, you guys, there's no way, there's no way you know what this mech is, okay? <laughs> all of you guesses, let's have some fun with this. This one, I would say, is kind of off the reservation a little bit. I will okay? be amazed if anybody gets so, this. So, let's see. I'm going to watch chat. As soon as I see someone get it, We'll post it. So I was going to ask you. So we could be here for a bit. And this is not April 1st. They want to know if it's BB-8. Is it BB-8? It's not BB-8. Nope. There's some scared people, and that's fine. You can be scared. So, (laughs) you know, in reference to this, it's always funny because... Oh, my God. Watch the chat, guys. There's so many fucking mechs. I'm never going to see it if they say it. Nobody got it yet. I don't see it yet. Nope. This is awesome. But you're right. This is there's and two this... different names for it. I have to kind of look for the other one. But... Oh, you can't give them details. Now you're just giving. Them oh, hints. hey, real quick. Well, uh... they all have two names, kind of, don't they? It's Clan. Okay, it's a Clan mech. It's a Clan's turn. I got to help these guys out. They got nothing. Right. They're lost. Hey, quick uh, sub hype. Carrion Hound, Lord Tank, and Phoenix of Falcon. Thank you for your support. Still don't see it in there. No. This is a real shame. Do you Come even, on, people. Do you even mech, bro? Have you seen it? Yeah, dude. That's what you, I said. Oh, man. You, you've is, seen it? Oh, I see it. Ah, yes, I do. Somebody right, got it. Posted. The winner is. I shall name him after. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me, let me, let me. Nice. Somebody got it. Okay, you can stop spanning names now. We got it. 
<laughs> All right, who 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 was the uh, the genius, Russ? Who's the I, one I, got I it? have it. As soon as it pops up, I'll give him credit. All right. So as soon as it pops up on stream. Boom. Oh, you placed the image, right? Yep. There I we go. Know. I just did. I'm curious how many people know it when they see it. Maybe maybe a lot won't. That's Bam, there. gentlemen. That is that's. Yeah, I don't like the way that's like looking on that image there it's kind of blending in but uh that there is the viper um, do we have it with a white background it's a uh, was it firefly viper is that what it is, it is the uh oh, dragonfly dragonfly, dragonfly viper, viper yes viper um so yeah it was um oh shoot now i probably forgot his name uh oh no i'll find it it was mm. shoot right uh, i blew it no. Yeah, and and chat won't script. Uh, yeah, we lost it. There's someone out there right now. Just he's like, damn it! It's I didn't me. Get my 15 minutes. If I see it again, <laughs> I will know. Yeah. It was all of you. Oh shame. Okay, well, you guys got it. So I like that. So, uh, Alex yeah, check it out. The... It's a very action shot, isn't it? I yeah, Alex put the jump jets in there. Um. It's a 40 tonner. So one of the first things I saw um, in this chat when I said, hey, you're going to guess, someone said that'd be a 40 tonner. So this is a cool, um, you know, 40 ton Omnimac. And uh, so here's where the questions are going to come. And this is, uh, uh, it's a, it's a long conversation, so I'm not going to get totally into it. But when we were looking for the next Omnimax to do, there was, basically I had a couple of mediums and a couple of heavies that were really, you know, on our mind, but there wasn't any, um, I, there, for now the flea is still a, a question mark from its speed. Um, so that made it difficult on the lights and on the salts for various reasons, timelines and whatnot, I didn't have one that I was super happy with. So um, I wasn't able to come up with a, a four mech pack that we really believed in. And then as we thought about it, I really did not like, I don't know that we'll go back. To, you're not gonna see a clan wave four is what I'm getting at because the clan wave four, as I continued to um, mull this over with the team, you know, it was getting harder and harder moving forward to always make sure that there's like one light, one medium, one heavy, and one assault. And sometimes that's not the best scenario. Um, at first, I considered doing kind of a two medium, two heavy pack. But then with the clan wave kind of mentality, it's like, well, okay, which is the first medium, which is the second medium? So which medium costs more than the other medium? And which heavy costs more than the other heavy? And how do you rearrange them? How do you order them? And and then you start to realize that, you know, the initial, there's some big advantages for doing the one mech pack system that we've been doing. And one thing I should state, I think a lot of people um, naturally were sort of voting for, hey, I want to have Clan Wave 4. And the reason they wanted Clan Wave 4 for some of them is because they look at that as more mechs. They say, well, that's four Omni mechs. Although that's true, it takes four times longer to make them. So 
in the years where we worked on the packages, we would basically put out three packages in a year at most, right? So we basically like first of the year, like middle of the year, and then like the end of the year, and if we worked our asses off, we'd get the three packs out for 12 mechs. It's 12. If you do one mech per month, you still get, so I guess what I'm saying is, you're still going to get just as many Omni mechs in the same amount of time as you would if there was a, as a wave package. Um, and then you start to look at the value, especially um, when there's so much more flexibility. Like we're seeing people now where if we did a Clan Wave 4, let's say on the, the other, the pricing model of before. So let's compare it to Clan Wave 3. And you have the Viper mech, it's medium. Or, or if I had the 4 mech pack. So if you wanted to buy the medium, you'd be paying $60. And for the $60, you would get the special Viper and the two regular variants Vipers. And that's it. Right now, if you just want um, the regular variants and the special, you pay $40. So the $40 is obviously a lot less money than $60. And if you just want the standard variants, you're paying $20 instead of $60. So you can spend $20 instead of $60, $40 instead of $60. But even if you spent $55 and you added the hero onto the special, you're getting the hero, the special, and the standards all for 55, which is still less than $60. And the other way, you don't get the hero mech. So, and plus, if we get some some uh, reinforcements add-on, you can get them or not get them. Um, I think you know, it's just there's so much more flexibility and so much more uh, value. I think for for most people, a lot of people might just say might just get the standard package plus the hero, right? A lot of people are doing that. They say, well, I don't really necessarily want the special skin, so. I'll just do the standard plus the hero. Well, that's $35 versus 60. So I think it's, um, I like it because in another thing, this one maybe will stick with you guys a lot more. If you think back to when the one mech pack started, like with the Marauder, we did that mostly out of necessity because of the quote unquote classic mechs and kind of um, didn't need to expose ourselves completely, kind of do one at a time. But we've seen some advantages. All the advantages I've listed, plus another big one is I think you, if you go back to the Marauder and go forward, I just think um, I think you would agree with me that all in all, I think the quality of the mechs and the textures and the overall the overall mechs ever since the Marauder forward to this point have just had a. I just think they're, they're just better. I just think we just there's a higher level of quality across the board when it comes to the mechs and i think that's a that's a benefit of a few things obviously we're just getting better and better at what we're doing but um when you're working on a four mech pack it just feels like there's less time per mech and i think it just you think you just feel it a little bit and so that's more of a internal development advantage and then the other advantage of course as i said before is that um at any given time you've got one of your modelers making the mech and you've got more modeling time for uh, rescales, um, you know, working on like a union class dropship, the new pilot model. Uh, there's just a lot of things we can get done. So if you take that in consideration with the higher quality mechs and the better variety and stuff, I just couldn't bring myself to say, yeah, let's make clan wave four. It just didn't feel as good. So um, there'll probably be some varying opinions on that. Um, but it is what it is. And I think the Viper is a really refreshing change. I think it's it's not like 
uh, one of the exact, I don't know, it's not what you were probably expecting. It's off the reservation a little bit, but we need a 40 ton. We could use another 40 ton, you know, Omni mech, nice, you know, medium jumper. So I think that's going to be cool. And uh, I don't know, unless you guys have any other questions, I am going to say that um, I'm probably going to really drop another mech on you mid-month. And Oh, really? Yeah, the reason I reason this is happening is it, it's, it's a part of this whole process we went through here in the last month when I was exploring kind of doing this Clan Wave 4 and we're coming up with all the mech ideas and then kind of ending up at two mediums and two heavies and, you know, kind of this whole big debate about, well, geez, I'm not sure if we really should do like a wave four or not, but if we were going to do a wave four and do the four at once, then uh, I wouldn't be able to announce it right now. Like I am tonight. It, it would take, you know, a full two months to create all the concept images. So it would be at least another month from tonight before we'd be announcing it and, and you know, putting it up for pre-order because you have to concept that all four max. And because I didn't necessarily want to have that gap, um, we went to one of the mechs that we'd ha already had concepted, um, which was, well, I almost Ooh, said I know, I know, I know, I know. No, you don't. Don't say it. Okay. Don't say so it. So we, we already had something concepted, and, and uh, you know, Alex went back and kind of just sort of tweaked it because he finished the concept quite a while ago. Um, and don't think flea. It's not the flea. So I'll say that. And... Uh, so, you know, I, I thought, well, now we have it. And even though it's kind of the, it's kind of the clan's turn to go on a bit of a run here, um, we are going to, I think I'm going to slip a, an IS mech somewhere around mid-month in here. <laughs> and then, you know, first the next month, we'll, we'll talk about the next Omni. Or, you know, close to the first next month, probably. So that's the tentative plans right now. Could change, uh, but... Here's the Viper. I don't know. Is the reaction lukewarm or what's, what am I getting from chat? You guys into it or not? It's yeah, it's positive. Hashtag creepy hands. I think it's great. I mean, I, first of all, always use another, uh, chicken leg bird walker. Love those. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, spindly storm crow arms, which we know are yes. great, you know, really. Yep. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, 40 ton, 130 something. People were KPH. working on speed. Yeah. yeah. What's pre-speed tweak 130? Uh, 139-ish, I think. Uh, I'd have to look. But yeah, it'll be a solid mech. Yeah, it'll be... Uh, it's pretty sexy, too. I love Alex. <clears throat> One thing to touch on real quick about Alex and mechs and the process of building them. Uh, we were, are working uh, behind the scenes on doing a little bit of a... I don't know what uh, the term is. A, a video project showing you the creation of a mech from concept art all the way to finish through the 3D modeling and texturing and so forth. It's going to be a ways out, but it's an amazing process. And these artists at work at PGI are just uh, incredibly talented. So I want to capture that whole process for you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, some nice hints at the potential next one that's going to be dropped in the middle of the month. So I, ha I do have a next question. Uh, I'll leave the, the part up there, but uh, the, you sort of hinted at this earlier, but save times, um, obviously as, as you know. Are we moving on to new questions here? Oh yeah, well, I was, you know. Okay. So moving on from the, the mech announcement, take it away. Save times. Thank you for, you know. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So save times, Russ. Uh, the more and more mechs we're getting, the longer and longer our save times are. This is a big concern, obviously, is that, you know, I mean, that's your product involves more and more mechs. Any news on that? Why it takes so long? Is there any improvements to that coming in the future? Well, you just had to 
tanked the whole mood. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have anything to say that's going to be warm and fuzzy because, yes, we know why it's taking too long, and no, it shouldn't be. Meaning, if we had to, if if we could redo the underlying code again, yes, it can be fixed, and it's not like, oh my god, like. You know, I'm not going to blame, you know, Cry 3 or something like that. We're just, um, we're, we're, I'm not going to, I don't want to try and get into the technical stuff because I might do it wrong. But but obviously there's just way too much. um, The player, like, the player has to check with the server for, you know, and do all of its, you know, server-side checks. So, you know, everything's solid and hack-proof and everything. So everything's server, server authoritative and everything. And we're just checking the entire inventory at times and it's just not necessary and that's a very very simple way of describing the problem and nima's the engineer to to fix it and yes we're, we're going to fix it and then the question really just becomes and what we have to decide is can we make it part of a technology upgrade path or not you know meaning can we wait that long and if we can't wait that long then we'll fix it, um, you know, right in the current tech. And then just, you know, also have it fixed, of course, in, in any kind of an upgrade path. So right now, that's essentially when phase three is out and we're looking at the stuff at the top of our list. Um, that was actually going to be started by NEMA uh, six months back or something. We'd like had the work all planned out. We we're just about ready to dive in and something came up, something fairly big. I can't remember. And it, you know, priority wise shifted us. So we know what to do. We've identified the work. We know what's done that can be done a lot better and that can be improved and sped up very quickly. Um, it's just, no, the work won't be quick, but we know how to make it so the save process will be very quick. I just, right now, we just have to decide, like, are we jumping in straight away and dedicating the time now, or is it is it better to be left to as part of the upgrade time so that, you know, uh, you fix it with with that tech upgrade? If, if we're going off chat, the... Fix it now. <laughs> Fix it now. Um, all right. Well, here's another one, and I'd love to see where chat places this in in comparison to the, to the one that uh, we just mentioned. This is a huge one, and Russ, I'd love to hear what you have to say on this. When do we get just a universal remove all modules and cockpit items button? Just everything's off every single mech, so we can find that friggin' cockpit item that I don't know what mech it's on. Speaking of a bunch of mechs and long load times, how? Is that kind of in the same place as far as uh No, I mean that's that's something that's not being hung up by some, you know, necessity to recode or reprogram aspects of the back end or anything like that. Um we have a design, it doesn't work exactly like that. It's not like a strip all, it's um it's much more of a smart search funk feature. So essentially you go to your warehouse and um if you need to get a, you know, uh, gather target info module um, and you know it's I can't remember exactly I'm going to get this wrong but essentially <clears throat> you'll, you'll see where it if is you have six of them and there'll be some functionality there like a little button or a right click I can't remember exactly and it'll essentially you know it'll it'll tell you it's like oh hey you've got six of them these are the mechs they're on and then you'll have the option there to say oh commando remove so like you know, you can take it off your commando. So then it'll put it in your warehouse available for you so you can use it. Cool. So there's a design for it. Um, we haven't started that work yet. 
So sure. again, these things always get debated whether it's like, well, let's finish the deco system because the UI system, you know, it's, when you're going to work in, you know, the UI, there's, you, you know, you can't be cooking too many things at once. And so, yep. you know, it's on that priority. It's like, okay, you got all the universal chat window stuff. You've got decal system. You've got, you know, this module system. There's, so there's a number of improvements that we need to make into the UI environment. And, you know, we'll pick the most important one and start there and just start working away on I'm super happy to hear it's coming. This is more of like a, a request. Um, allowing players in the private lobbies to customize their mechs, just a mech lab button in there. Uh, currently having a drop out of the lo lobby entirely, get invited, which, you know, it's just an added, you know. It's an added uh, few steps to, yeah. Somebody needs to drop out, change your mech up or whatever. It takes everybody's time. Will there be any a... way to adjust Mechs. Yeah, you know, it's probably better if I don't comment on smaller aspects like that, just because it's just me repeating saying, yeah, that'd be great. We should do that. Um, but I don't have very good, you know, proper information to like say like anything beyond that. I get it. You're right. Yep. It needs to happen. Polish. So since it came out, uh, Domination, uh, what are your thoughts so far, Russ? Are, are you happy with the results? I always dislike questions like that because I feel like the person asking the question has a strong opinion and they're just waiting to hear what I have to say so they can lay on me. Well, um, to be honest, though, sometimes you have insight that we don't. So somebody with a very limited point of view might see it as being an issue, but with you, with the insight, you, you know, might not see it the same way. Um, I know what you mean as far as a loaded question, but... Well, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it needed some adjustment in the beginning and... Um, we made some fixes to it and we're making some further fixes in April with some of the spawn points to make it more fair. Um, I'd say it's pretty good. You know, I, there's still other ways to make it better. Like people talk, people have other ideas for like randomizing the domination standpoint or something. But remember, I mean, I think it's a good mode. I, it's not a game changer. Like it's, it's similar to the others, you know, it's like, you know, conquest, skirmish, domination, assault, they're all similar. Like meaning there isn't like a standout mode. I mean, everyone has opinions. Some live and die by conquest. They love it. Others hate it. Some love skirmish. You know, some probably love domination. Um, I, I view the, the assault mode rework as what's really going to be a standout game mode. And that's coming soon, May, June. Um, that's going to be the standout game mode. But I think domination is. I think it's a worthy game mode. It's it's um, not super standout, but I think it's a. It provides a little more variety with slightly different gameplay than the others. And you know, I think since we've made the tweaks to conquest and domination, um, they're in a fairly good spot now, where uh, we definitely have more game mode playing than we've sought when than we've seen in the past. Um, there's a lot less, you know wipe the team out type stuff there are people playing conquest as conquest there are people playing domination so i don't know so that's it's okay so there it's again those are yeah those questions are designed to see if i've failed in your eyes type of questions <laughs> so whatever thank you oh boy people um anyway yeah uh there's questions here going on. Well, we talked about the, the big thing that's coming out is phase three. That's a, you know, a huge endeavor. And then 
then they're after phase three. What's the next big thing? Obviously, you mentioned Solaris. Somebody just asked in chat, will Solaris be a thing? Yes, Solaris is going to be a thing. It's being worked on at least, uh, you know, on paper now. And, and Russ has talked about it this town hall, previous town halls. And similarly, there's a question here regarding a single player campaign. Will it be offered someday as a DLC or something like that? Um, I know you talk about uh, single player every time too. Do you want to mention anything about that? I know there is some work being done on AI and that's an ongoing process. Do you have any insights to single player, what it may be? It's, we're working on it. It's going to be a thing. Now we have paper design. <laughs> we have, wait, actual, you're just repeating me. We have stuff in, in engine. Um, it's not time to book time off work yet though, either. It's going to be yep. a while yet, but it's going to be a thing. And I think the way you should look at it is it's, it's not going to be just, I think there'll be a day, I'll put it this way, there'll come a day where there'll be PVE missions in MWO, but that won't be it. There'll also come a day, I believe, where there'll be standalone single player product as well. Hell yeah. So I think as far as I'm concerned, they, they both need to happen and they're both naturally going to happen. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a ways yet, um, but they're happening. All right. Well, I actually have a little follow-up on that. Um, people are asking in regards to, well, since there's potentially the single player could be happening in what, I don't know, 2017 further. I don't know. It's, you know, it's out there. Um, any plans to do any type of cross promotion with the upcoming Battletech game, like cockpit items that go, you know, in both games, ads, other things or whatever, any kind of uh, plans to work beyond obviously art assets with them in the future or don't know yet are we not there yet uh just reword that one for me again please just wanting to know if there's going to be any kind of cross promotions coming up with the upcoming uh battletech game jordan jordan's thing uh like oh, cockpit items um, ads advertising anything yeah i don't know yet um and those guys are i think about a year away still yeah from it's, their it's game next release, year yeah. so you know, they were up at the office recently at our, to our place. And um, as you know, they're sharing artwork, but we got to see their game and stuff. It's really cool. They're making great progress on it. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's, we, we'd like to, you know, I think it's, we just have to make a concerted effort. Um, so there might be some opportunities here this year for them to be um, involved with us at some, you know, maybe like this tournament, maybe some events and stuff like that. So, yeah, we need, you know, I think the time is, the time is approaching where that's, that would make sense. You know what I mean? Like, um, yep. they're, uh, you know, they're, they were busy in pre-production, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk with them when they kind of get out of, into their, you know, getting closer to their, like, maybe like playable builds and things like that. So I got to ask it because, uh, more it. the private lobby, uh, lobbies stock mode oh, yeah. option, it's. <laughs> I think we get a yeah. Why haven't we done that stop already? Me, and uh, I, I've got to ask because it. of resources and time. I'm assuming phase three. Yeah, I mean, who the guy I'd have do it has been working on the spectator mode improvements. So he's obviously going to run out of time here, pretty much in about two weeks. You know, because then the cutoff for the May patch will happen, and then you know at that point maybe maybe I'll have him do that real quick. So. That's, yeah, hopefully soon. Uh, Phil, I'm noticing on this document we have some balance questions. We haven't really 
touched much on balance tonight. Is there anything in here you see is applicable that we haven't discussed frequently? Uh, Russ, are there any balance issues that you you know we could discuss? Otherwise, we can move on from balance. But I think we're just going to have to shut this down, man. It's Boom. Been three hours, I think. I know. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I'm sorry, but I think the... I think we're getting a little on the dragging know, it on. Re, well, a little bit in the repeat Rehashing. questions. I understand they're important to you because you don't have them, and I please continue to ask until you get. All them. right. Well, then let's just but, go a few uh, more minutes, and people can throw some questions in chat. We can wind down, and uh, we can see if anything pops up that you want to answer there. Otherwise, we will close it down. It's been a long week, a busy week, and a long day, extremely long day, which is not going to end for Phil and I. For those of you that are here right now, please stick around. Phil and I will be doing our 12-hour stream immediately after this town hall. Uh, we'll be going to the wee hours of the morning sunrise. Uh, this is all in celebration for you guys uh, getting us to, well, now we're almost, we're going to be at 11,000 followers before we know it, but this is for 10K followers. Thank you all, so stick around. You seen any questions in there in chat that we can uh, touch before we sign off? Uh, anything? I'm catching a few. Um, Battle of Two Kid before Phase 3, no, there won't be this time. Um, I don't have time for it, and I don't, you know, sorry, but I think uh, we're just going to focus on, you know, launching nice and clean. Um, loyalty point, re or someone asked if there's going to be a loyalty points reset. No, not planning on doing that. Um, not going to, you know, reset everything. Um, not unless everyone votes 100% that that's what they want, but I don't think that's what they want. So, no. Uh, what else? I'm getting some nerf the oxide in there. I'm getting some <laughs> uh, buff this, nerf that. Yeah. Uh, buff machine guns. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm that's uh, that's all I see there, guys. Yeah. As always, of course, we don't get to every single question submitted. Remember, we are people. Uh, we have long days, long weeks, lots of work. We can't just do this for 10 hours. Although Phil and I, will, we will be here for... Uh, Speak for 12, yourself, old man. I know, 12 hours plus. But um, obviously, uh, you know, we got to let Russ get to his weekend and so forth. Um, we will... We've been sticking to the one town hall every month. I think it's been great. Uh, you know, we've been having great turnout, about a thousand people each time. Um, and you know we're getting a lot of information out there so i look forward to doing it again next month but obviously we got a big huge patch coming it's going to be a big month a lot of stuff happening um so yeah is there anything else we want to everybody's waiting for the the april fools <laughs> there is no april i i don't like this holiday i don't like april fools it's I'm not sorry. a holiday i think it's, it's like valentine's day it's total bullshit I don't like, like, it, like I just you don't know like it. it's like uh okay who's the you know yeah yeah but thank you russ and uh you know as always we totally appreciate you taking this time of course you want to get home and uh be with your family and and, and enjoy your weekend so as always we totally appreciate you being here and sh uh, sharing your time with us yeah thanks everybody for coming um that april roadmap it'll be you know early to mid next week before we get it posted for you to read it but uh you know i, I express everything that it was um pretty much it's Pretty much phase three. So um, look forward to the next one of these. <clears throat> look forward to, oh, by the way, the Viper will, page will go up, up on Wednesday. Sweet. That's kind of the process we've been jumping into. And I uh, can't wait for you to start guessing what that uh, industry Who the hero will be. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
also just uh, so you all know here here's your april fools uh paul says here's balance um we're going to remove all but one mech and all but one weapon and there you go balanced game super balanced super balanced all right guys thank you again on behalf of piranha games and no guts no galaxy thank you for joining us we appreciate uh all the work you guys do as a community uh salama and and uh zoof and everybody that's been helping um organize questions or organize and and moderate chat and everything thank you all we appreciate it as always we appreciate you being here russ we appreciate you being here paul and sharing the evening with us even though you're not going to respond thank you uh, we love you for it. And I hope you all stick around for our 12-hour stream. We've got a lot of interesting things planned. We'll see what happens throughout the night. I'm going to make some more coffee or get a monster or something like that. But anyway, we'll let you go, Russ. Anything you've got to say, uh, Phil? I just want to say uh, thank you to everyone out there. Don't forget, guys, if you're new to the channel, maybe you enjoy yourself every single day watching mech porn here, or maybe you've never watched mech porn here or talked mech porn. Click that follow button. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We just posted up a podcast from this Wednesday, number 137, and it looks like we have another topic, the zero sum and uh, PSR yeah. matchmaking and stuff like that. And I know the perfect lord aka trev to talk to anyways just want to say thank you again for coming out don't forget to check us out on all those things and of course i am literally in the mech lab right now so uh there's no downtime for me so russ thank you have a great weekend be safe don't do anything well i want to do which do everything yeah. he would do or something anyway yeah have a good weekend and uh yeah we'll see you uh guys in a few minutes goodbye hey have yes. fun with your 12-hour stream guys thanks and, russ uh thanks for playing bye Thanks, okay. man. See ya. All right. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. Just gonna in a switch mech lab. right over. Yeah. Boom. 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 Um, so I'm going to take a bio break. Uh, maybe eat something real quick. Uh, either get a monster or some coffee. I'll be joining you. Um, who knows what we're gonna be doing over the next twelve hours? Uh, but we'll have some fun, right? So, uh, do you know if you're gonna? You just gonna drop some solo for a bit to warm up, or what are you gonna do? Phil. Oh, I He's got like, my. Hold on. I gotta fix uh -huh. the things.